0: You are now listening to the number one podcast. You have been digitally interrupted. I am digital. Yes, yes, y'all. We are here. We are here. This is the first episode of Digitally Interrupted. And this is a special episode because we are doing a crossover episode with my sis from another mister, Amber Lay, and she is going to be introducing her brand. Pain into power. Amberley, what's up?
1: Here. How are
0: you? Yo, long time, long time, man, since we've had it's one of these.
1: Been a minute.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, you know, if you guys were wondering, yes, collard greens and chopsticks are coming back. When? That'll be a surprise. But for now, y'all can just, you know, enjoy this right here. So, Miss mm-hmm. Amberlay. It's been a while since I've seen you,
1: mm-hmm. and it's been a
0: while since we did this once again. But, you know, you have ventured and done a lot of great things for your community within uh, media and community on the streets. So yep. can you tell everybody a little bit about Pain Into Power?
1: So Pain Into Power started off um, two years ago. We started in 2018. And it originally was going to be a self-defense camp and I was going to pretty much draw the line there. But I wanted to morph my media career and my advocacy into one. So then I created Pain Into Power, the platform, like the media podcast and the blog and the website. So that way people, can also understand the birth of pain into power and why it's so significant to so many women and now to men as well
0: great that's that's something different that's something amazing i think that i i would say in in our men community a lot of people don't really know that men actually go through a lot of abuse as well and, yeah. you know, they go through a lot of struggles because we're men. We're supposed to be able to handle that. And that's something we're supposed to do where a lot of women, when they struggle, it get it, it gets, I would say, recognized more because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of the stereotype is women are weaker and in a sense, and that they're supposed to, you know, go through these things where men, nah, you're a man, Mm-mm. you need to be handling your own. Mm -hmm. You know and um, You know tell them a little bit about that From where how you guys Have now Gone into the community of men Who are you know Abused can you talk a little bit about that Because I don't think we hear about that a lot
1: So um, Like I said originally this was Only meant for domestic violence Survivors but the Outcome was so Amazing and so beautiful that A lot of men, there are some that have been, you know, in domestic violence situations. And then there's other men that honestly just struggle with mental health. And believe it or not, I got quite a few DMs and messages, whatever the hell you want to call them, just saying, hey, I love what you're doing for the women, you know, the mental health movement for the women and the survivors. But could you tap into mental health for men? And... I kept getting these messages and I was just like, Oh wow. So let me let me see what I can do for the fellas.
0: Right.
1: And when it came to the fellas, I I managed to grab Jay Bromley from the New York Giants. He mm-hmm. used to play for the New York Giants, Eric Legrand, um, from Rutgers, who's now on the Buccaneers. Right. And you know, I'm still coming up with more people. Like I got Amadeus, um, you know, bad boy producer. Then I have um, Connell Holder, who I'm dropping an interview probably in November. He's the senior publicist of Airwave Music, which is Pusha T's music group. And just a whole bunch of them. But what really made me want to dive into is because I have a male best friend, you know what I'm saying? And then I also have guy friends that they do go through things and they do try to talk about it. But sometimes, like you said, it's always along the lines of you have to be strong quote unquote right. strong you have right. to you can't show any emotions because you do and you're weak and the difference between men and women is that women will talk about it women will get together grab a glass of wine a bottle of wine i should say and we'll right. all you know we'll release and we'll talk whether it's talking shit or it's just you know venting to one another that's normal for women for men it's more along the lines of yo bro you good yeah I'm good no you're not good why can't you say that you're not good why can't you talk to someone and what I've noticed is a lot of men talk to their women or a woman
0: right Mm -hmm.
1: Right. it's it's kind of like we're kind of the outlet so that's why I wanted I wanted to learn more because I wanted to be able to help
0: more okay um you know with with that coming in to create pain into power, you know, we also know that, you know, obviously there's gotta be a story there, you know, where, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you would love to, you know, we would love to hear it. You know, if you want to kind of, you know, either shoot it in abbreviation or, you know, if you want to give a little bit of detail, you know, give us a little backstory of, you know, what made you, get into creating pain into power, like, what's your story?
1: So I am a domestic violence survivor. Um, I was abused when I was younger, and it kind of carried on into my I guess I could say adulthood, but I don't really consider being 20 something an adult. I was in an abusive relationship. I was, I'm not going to say I was weak. But I'm going to say that I didn't love myself enough to understand that I deserved better than what was given to me at the time. Right. And it's a lot of mind games, a lot of manipulation. It's a lot of, you know, self-reflection that came with the healing process. So when I left, it was not to say it was the hardest thing, mm-hmm. but the process was very difficult because no one understood what i was going through um there's like quote-unquote shame that comes with that story of being a domestic violence survivor because some women are embarrassed by it because of how people treat domestic violence you know what i'm saying right and for me it's just like after having my ribs broken after being spit on after having my head fucking bashed into a dashboard after being left on the street In the middle of the freezing cold you know it's it took me a minute to be able to sit down and deal with the pain because when i first left it was all right i i I gotta get back to normal. i gotta get back to who i was and what people don't understand is you will never go back to who you were you are going to actually come out a lot stronger
0: exactly exactly
1: and So me trying to get back to the woman I was just wasn't going to happen. And I had to accept that. So it was like rebuilding who I was, you know, and I stopped. I didn't really do much more of like the sports reporting because I was really big on like NFL broadcasting. And I was I was doing um, WSOU sports and I was, you know, calling the basketball games at the time. And because I was still in college. But moving forward, I didn't like how the NFL treated domestic violence situations. So for me, it was kind of a slap in the face because I grew up on that sport. I loved that sport. Right. Um, that was how me and my father and my brother bonded every Sunday. Right. So I took a step back from sports reporting and I jumped into music, which has always been... A huge huge part of my life but you know if any of y'all know Asian parents you'll understand why I didn't choose that route right off the bat mm-hmm. it's because it was kind of like looked down upon because it's just like oh you're gonna be a music you know broadcast right. or whatever the hell you want to call it right. so yeah and that's when I was just like listen I wanted I recorded my very first abuse episode speaking out on it back in 2017 okay. um and the results were just really overwhelming in and in a good way right. that I realized so many women go through this and so many women feel like they're alone and they're not because one in three women are abused if you're in a room and you count one two three and there's three women that walk through one of them is being abused
0: that's crazy. Really? though. That's like a crazy number, though, when you put it like that, because that means it's very well, very common yes. where you wouldn't think that something like that would be common. It's very is more common than, you know, more than than it's known to be, mm-hmm. um, you know. So speaking, when you came into, you know, getting into the media world, when did you realize that your voice meant something in media? So, well,
1: I I always realized that this was something I wanted to do. Um, I really pursued it when I was 17, and I'm now 30 years old, because when I was younger, I saw Sway, and then I saw Susan Park. And Susan Park was one of the first Asian media correspondents on MTV, and I was just like, yo, there's an Asian woman on TV and she's talking hip hop and she's talking music and she's right. talking news and she's really dope. And yep. she looks like me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. the chinky eyes or whatever. Right. So um, I really noticed that my voice was being heard, I would say, in like 2017. So that was a couple years ago for me and now that i'm in in a much better space in my life Mm -hmm. now that i have healed from a lot of things and i am still healing and it's an ongoing process i don't ever want people to think that you're ever going to be fully healed because it's not how it works um i just realized that i have to share my journey and by me sharing my journey i'm inspiring others to share their journey as well and it's like you said, it's crazy when you put it like that with one to three women but it's the truth and I have a sisterhood of girls that we go out and we Bonds and we share our stories and we uplift each other. And mind you, all of these women that are in the sisterhood circle of pain and power, we all have our own businesses, we yeah. all have our own careers, Don't. we're all living our best life. And by living our best life, I mean loving ourselves, not taking no shit, and just pursuing what makes us happy at the end of the day
0: that is dope that's that's so dope you you know because i feel like i feel like that i've seen you know lately i'm not gonna say it's been a thing but like lately has been a thing where women love to tear each tear each other down Mm -hmm. and it's been something that's been very common from you know our music artists you know Mm -hmm. all the way down to our personalities Mm -hmm. you know people like females just love to tear each other down i don't know why you know, I'm a man. I'm not in that world. I don't. You know, I don't know why. You know, before women loved to come together because it was a power. You know, it was a power in numbers. Right. You know, now I feel like women are more independent and yeah. they're starting to tear each other down because it's like, well, we don't need the unity to equal power mm. no more because I got this power by myself now. You well, know. Well,
1: I wouldn't put it that way. I always say this, right? Bad bitches love bad bitches. Okay. I've never seen, and by bad bitch, I mean someone who's pretty on the inside and outside. Okay. And majority of, and I and you know me very well, I'm a lot nicer to women than I am to men. And the women that feel the need to tear the next woman down or be envious of their success or the way they look or their relationship or where they are in life, they are miserable women mm-hmm. because it's, it's kind of like they're projecting their pain onto you. Right. They're not really mad at you if you really look at it. They're mad at themselves because they want to be where you are. True. You know what I'm saying? They, A lot of women also, a lot of men and women also feel entitled. Like, oh, I want this. Why does she have it? Well, mofo, did you work for it? No. Because sure. you're sitting there and you're so busy comparing your life to the next person and where that person is in their life that you don't even appreciate what the hell is going on in yours because, listen, you have a roof over your head, you have food on the table, your kids are healthy, you're healthy, your husband's healthy, whoever the heck is healthy in your life. That is God's blessing. And a lot of people take that for granted. A lot of people don't want to sit there and say, thank you, God, or show gratitude. Instead, they're greedy. They just want more and more and more. But the problem with that is, they also don't want to work for it. So when they look at the next woman and they see her with her own business and they see her loving herself and they see her hitting the gym and they see her with photo shoots. She worked for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like people. And here's an example. I love to use. people think that models are just looking pretty. No. Models are on strict diets. Models are in the gym all the time. Models are their own. Business, they are a walking brand of themselves, right. and that's why that whole, you know, women hating other women thing—it's a huge thing and it's terrible, terrible. Like, look at how they do. And I don't want to get too much into this because you know I'm a bar, so I'm gonna go crazy. But look at how they did Nicki Minaj. Right. Nicki Minaj paved the way for all these female rappers, and what happens as soon as there's another female rapper? They want to pin her against Nikki. Why? Because Nikki is, let's face it, she's GOAT when it comes to female rap. She can stand next to GOAT rappers that are males, whatever the heck you want to call them. And, but instead of praising her and appreciating her, y'all just want to look at her and be like, oh, she's not hot no more. Yes, the hell she still is because she's still the streaming queen. Right. You know what I'm
0: saying? And it's just,
1: it just comes from insecurity is in misery those women are insecure and they're miserable
0: that's a fact i can i can actually you know i can agree with that because i feel like mm-hmm. men it goes on in the men community as well yeah you know, it's just it's just a lot more um i would say it's, it's a lot more a light shined on to when men hate on each other rather than you know women i feel like women now is starting to come out but it wasn't this vicious before,
1: right? You know
0: what I mean. Like, I mean, you got to think. Everybody has problems in their own gender of, com- you know, their own community of genders, mm-hmm. you know, or whatnot. But um, you know, I mean, you know, I, I think everybody should definitely just stay who true to who they are, you know, and um, just stick to your guns on anything you choose to do. I think that's just what you know what my piece of advice on how to handle hate, you know, if right. if you want to call it hate. I don't think a lot of people hate people. I just think that. A lot of personalities, or you know, celebs, or whatnot, they take it as some people are hating on them, but people, some people are actually just curious on how you did it. They're not right. really hating all the time. It's just, you know, if you come up in conversations, that's a great thing because that means you're right. doing something to touch somebody's life in whatever way, whether it's negative or positive. I just feel like as long as you're being talked about, you want to be talked about. Stay that way. Mm-hmm. Don't take it as an offense. Don't be offended. And, as you know, instead, just address it. You know, understand why somebody is feeling that type of way about you. Sometimes you're just right. misunderstood. You know what I mean? People just look at you. You know what you I like that, to
1: say? I like to say don't tripped yourself up trying to get into my lane when you would be perfectly fine and succeeding perfectly fine if you just focused on your own finish line but Facts. motherfuckers want to always be in your lane and you trip yourself up because yeah. you're trying to be something that you're not and you're trying right. to go down a path that's not meant for you not everybody's path is the same in this day and age anybody can be successful but you can't be lazy and be successful you have to work for it look at it you make money off the internet
0: right yeah yeah there's, the, there's many no ways.
1: cap on the internet
0: yeah there's many ways to do it man like it's it's, mm-hmm. it's more ways than one man but speaking of that like tell us so you know how long did it take you to build the brand you have with pain into power like how long did it take to build that
1: so i would like to say that i am a walking brand Mm-hmm. myself right. and like i said i've been in this industry since i was 17 and okay. i am just now i should say i'm just now reaping the benefits of all my work. because mind you what irritates me about this generation is i don't want to work for free
0: right what the exactly. hell do you mean you
1: don't want to work for free because right. listen when i first became sus's assistant I was just like, I put myself in a position to be like, yo, I'm going to work for you for free. And right. he, he was shocked. He was just like, well, why do you want to do that? I'm like, because I want to learn from you. Right. I grew up listening to Sesswin in my brother's car when I was in high school. Right. It was So he was always on. I was just like, yo, I really love this DJ. And in a couple of years, now that I'm older, I got to meet him and i got to write for him and intern for him and i was just like i don't want to be your intern no more i want to be your assistant i want to be your right hand i want to help you become successful because he's also a good person right. so for me sus helped me a lot he's mentored me a lot and with me it's just like i'm still building my brand now but for me to be known as you know Maine in vietnam amber lay it took me a long time right. and I never gave up on it because success doesn't happen overnight and I'm still not where I want to be but I'm very thankful for where I am now and it took me over 10 years to Dude, get to this point you know fact.
0: That's a fact though. I and I could concur like I can you know I mean I've known you now for about 5 like about 5 4 5 of that. Yeah. So I can I've I feel like seen It's been longer. Feels like it. But I mean, yeah, I think it, <laughs> yeah, it feels like it. it. Sure, does feel like it. But I think it's about five going on six, and um, mm-hmm. I've I've been here. You know what I mean? Like we've been in that. Like we've just been in each other's realms. So I definitely mm-hmm. can always, you know, I can always vouch for that. Um. So talk about also some ways that you connect to the community, because obviously you just don't connect to the community in one way. You connect more than one. So tell us, you know, different ways that you're connecting with the community nowadays.
1: Um, so I like to do A lot of fundraisers Okay Um, I love to sit there Because I'm an event coordinator too Event manager, whatever the hell you want to call me Um, I organize Events right. And it just so happens whenever I do Reach out to somebody That I want to do an event with They have a fundraiser going on right. And they need help with that fundraiser So what I do is I'll coordinate an event and I'll be like, maybe we get 10% of food sales or 10% of drink sales or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's raising money for yes. that person to put towards their fundraiser. Okay. And I just did a fundraiser with DJJ Hood mm-hmm. where he's trying to build a music production school for the youth in Newark. Because right. his mission is to take these kids off the street and also be able to give them his undivided attention while teaching them, you know, a career path at the same time, whether it's producing, rapping, engineering. And I think that was such a beautiful thing that when I saw it, I was just like, yo, forget this interview for like a little bit. Let's do the fundraiser together. And he was all for it.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's dope. And yeah, because I definitely yeah. seen that. Yeah, I seen, I definitely had a good turnout we're with, having you
1: know, um we're having a clothes drive a coat drive i should say for the homeless november 10th Dope. at bentley's yeah so like 10 okay. i think 10 percent, you get 10 percent off your bill if you bring in a coat and we're donating the coats to a homeless shelter
0: okay is that so, like is that like a live event or is that just for people who come out and eat that day
1: If y'all want to come, it's mostly for people who want to come out to eat. So I guess it's kind of an event, Mm -hmm. but not really. It's an all-day thing. So whoever wants to come, come, show love, bring a coat, bring two coats, bring as many coats as you want to. And then um, me and my girls are doing... uh, giveaway for single moms we have diapers we're gonna have care packages you know to appreciate single moms because it's hard out here
0: um we'll plug we'll plug that address in for um bentley's let them know what the address is
1: so bentley's i am the event manager there um we don't serve alcohol but our food is amazing Mm -hmm. amazing it's owned by my director barry williams Word. and um a couple of his other partners um it's in north so it's 71 clay street north new jersey
0: dope so you know anybody out there who's hungry on november 10th it's an all day you said right from like what is i'm, I'm assuming mm-hmm. you guys open at like 11 a.m yes
1: we okay, open at 11 right. and we close at
0: 10. well there you go guys from 11 to 10 if you're hungry you feel like donating some coats or some clothes please turn out November 10th. We would definitely be reminding you guys in future shows, we would definitely try to plug a couple of ads in there, you know, in our next couple of episodes. So you guys remember that, Um, you know, so as we're about to, you know, close this, you know, I always like to end off, you know, my shows with some type of inspiration. So if there's some advice you can give to somebody who wants to pursue what you have done right now, what is like advice you would give them female or male?
1: Um, define yourself you? you have to know who you are to be a walking brand to be a walking billboard and don't fake the funk on social media don't act like you're this way one day when you're really not offline live your truth preach your truth you know what I'm saying and tell your story when you're going through ups and downs people relate to that people want to hear that because people feel like they're alone because social media only portrays the good side of things no one wants to put their heartbreak out there no one wants to put their struggles out there but I do and because I do people have love for me because I'm not faking that I made it you know what I'm saying like when I'm up at power 105 I'm as assessor's assistant when I'm sitting in his chair and I take a picture I make it known that this is my boss's chair right. I'm sitting in it because I'm charging my phone but right. one day I will be in this chair and this will be mine
0: right
1: you know so just be true to yourself find out who you are what you love what you stand for and don't
0: don't settle for anything that doesn't make you happy it, and that's it okay all right all right all right, all right. <laughs> well you know with that said you know i think uh amber lay has sat here and i think she said a lot i think she's given a lot of good advice i think she's oh. giving you guys <laughs> a lot of you know dope aspects and dope angles to look at you know what you know how to, how to look at it basically you know and I think you guys, you know, in in my in my experience with you know trying to whether I don't care what it is you're trying to do, whether you're being a parent, whether you're being a, a sibling, a you know a friend, whether you're trying to be in the industry, an artist, whatever it is, you know whatever your story is, it's your story. Don't give these timelines your stories for free. If you're gonna okay. give these timelines stories for free, charge them. And the only reason I say that is because your pain came with a price so why depreciate mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. so
1: and by charging I want to emphasize that I don't think you mean just money I think you not mean it, in every aspect yeah
0: just you know life. even even, it's, you even know, some if people it, aren't thinking no even it just mon- I, I should have reworded that and said monetize you know monetize mm-hmm. your story whether it's mm-hmm. you' giving it out you know it may seem like you're getting it out for free but in some aspect you're getting paid for it some other way. You know, whether it's financial, you know, whether it's that inspiration, whether it's that one story that comes and tell you how you inspire, make just monetize from it. Don't just sit online all day and seem miserable. You know, don't do that. Just don't do that. Obviously, you want to let your story out. Go, go do it. Get it. And, you know, just do what you got to do. You know, and as I like to say, you know, I am me. I am possible. I am your opposite. And you have been here with I am digital. So y'all guys have a good one. Good night, good day, whatever you're listening to this into. We got another episode coming to you guys very soon. Um, Mm -hmm. We have another episode, our first episode, which is called Creators Create. We're going to be dropping that where I'm giving a lot of you creators an opportunity to tell your story on why you create and what you create. All right, so (laughs) y'all guys have a good one. Y'all stand up. Uh, Collard greens and chopsticks is coming soon Remember November okay. 10th They got a coat drive over there At Bentley's uh, If you don't remember the address Kind of scroll back a couple of seconds You'll get that address Alright y'all guys Y'all take it easy Y'all stay cool Y'all stay clean It's your boy Mr. I'm digital I'm out of here You are now listening to the number one podcast You have been digital <laughs> Interrupted oh, you I am
1: digital, oh. digital.